When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2662, The Small But Soul-Crushing Word You're Using Every Day by Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. I read the best blogs that I can find and get permission from to you, covering productivity, minimalism, personal development, all that fun stuff. And with that, let's get right to another post and start optimizing your life. The Small But Soul-Crushing Word You're Using Every Day by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. I am notoriously bad at overcommitting to things, at misjudging my time, and packing my schedule full of tasks I can't possibly accomplish. My wife will tell you this, so will my calendar. I am obsessed with yes. I don't know why I do this. Maybe it's my people-pleasing nature, my need to be liked and accepted, some accommodation for never being the popular kid in middle school, I guess. This is why, admittedly, I started a blog. I wanted attention. Sure, I wanted to help people too, but my motives were far from pure, which was why when people started asking for my time, I couldn't say no. And for the first couple of years of pursuing my dream, and even now sometimes, I say yes to too many things. But I'm starting to believe there has to be a better way. Yes can become an awful addiction. I have to tell you, I believe in yes. I'm a fan of the word. Far too often we say no to things because we are afraid or unsure. We don't know what might happen, so we decide to play it safe. As a result, we miss what could have been an amazing opportunity. So for the longest time, this was all I said. Yes. Want to go to the movies at midnight? You bet. Want to start a business with me? Sure. And want to play the guitar in our band even though we don't have a drummer? Why not? Yes, it was my world. It was a lot of fun. Yes got me into a college I never visited, a place that changed my life. It led to helping a couple of girls move one Sunday afternoon when I would have rather been napping, which led to meeting my future wife. I believe in yes, sometimes. After deciding to be a writer, I took it upon myself to meet up with just about every writer in the greater Nashville area. Saturday mornings and Monday nights and Wednesday lunches were all reserved for chats about the craft. It was fun to meet so many people who were in the trenches with me. There was just one problem though. I wasn't writing. I was talking about writing, even dreaming about it, but I wasn't doing a whole lot of it. One day, after two and a half hours and 11 cups of coffee between the two of us, a friend said to me, you know, Jeff, 
we just spent over two hours talking about writing, time that we could have spent actually writing. After that day, I started saying no. The liberating power of the word no. There's an indescribable emotion that accompanies saying no to something you don't want to do. It feels liberating. When I stop saying yes out of obligation to requests to pick my brain or connect for no real reason, I unlocked a hidden treasure. Suddenly, I had more time to write, the thing that I secretly wanted to do anyway. It was a beautiful thing. Here's the way my friend Lisa describes a similar situation. Quote, I remember the first time I had to decline a friend's invitation to meet at the restaurant with the indoor playground because I'd scheduled writing time. I felt so foolish. I wasn't a writer to her. Shoot, I wasn't a writer to myself either. I'd never written anything of any kind of significance, unless you count that little book of poems I'd made for my mom when I was 10, the one with the poems written on parchment paper with burned edges. I was totally into burned edges back then, end quote. I think we can all relate to these moments of hesitation when we want to commit to something we must do, but feel conflicted about something we should do. So let me ease your conscience. If you're a writer or an artist or someone called to do important work in this world, you have to say no. At some point, somewhere, you will not be able to say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. It's impossible. So what will you do then? Will you give up having a mental breakdown due to your stress and inability to fulfill all the demands on your time? Or will you embrace the power of a beautiful no? We don't say no for the sake of saying no. We say no to something good so we can say yes to something better. Every day we have an opportunity to choose our craft, to grab hold of this thing that we were put on the earth to do. For me, that's writing. For you, maybe it's telling jokes or raising three little kiddos in the suburbs. I don't know. The point is this. Are you saying no to the urgent so that you can say yes to the important? Are you doing what most of us do? Are you saying yes to too many things and slowly falling apart inside? Here's a closing thought, again from my friend Lisa, who wrote the book, The Best Yes. Quote, the decisions you make determine the schedule you keep. The schedule you keep determines the life you live. And how you live your life determines how you spend your soul. You just listened to the post titled The Small But Soul-Crushing Word You're Using Every Day by Jeff Goins of goinswriter.com. Thank you to Jeff. The small but soul-crushing word is yes, if you didn't catch that. This is definitely something that's come up before. Actually, one of the first 50 articles I narrated was a super popular one about this exact predicament. It was from Derek Sivers. He was one of the first that I saw to put this into words online, and it got a lot of shares. Many people still reference back to it. I narrated that one way back in episode 44 of this podcast a long time ago, so please don't judge if my narration is not that great back then. So you can check that out if you like this one from Jeff. Again, episode 44. For me, it's a balance. And that's pretty much true of everything I read here on the show, from diet to exercise to personal development and everything else. If we always say yes or no, it's gonna cause some issues. And sometimes we'll be in a season of yes, other times a season of no. I think that's fine too, as long as we don't get stuck in one season too long and forget that the other option even exists. It's always a balance and always helpful to have that reminder. So thank you to Jeff for this one. 
Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow for the Friday show where your optimal life awaits.